What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have a guest by the name of Dave O. Dave has been in the industry, the PDR industry since 2011, started with Dent Wizard, and just really had a calling to go out on his own. Little did he know where going out on his own would lead him. Welcome to the show, Dave. Corey, I want to thank you for having me. Uh, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts now, and I really 75, enjoy 75, 75 yep. Yes, I, okay, I really, right. really enjoy what you have going on. Um, yeah, awesome. I, I, I appreciate that, man. Um, I know we, you and I have really never talked much. Um, I actually, funny thing, we met verbally on Clubhouse. Yes. For the first time, randomly. Yes. Like I had seen your name around forums and things like that, I guess. Um, I knew who Chris Ray was through YouTube a little bit, and I had started this you know, clubhouse. Some people probably know what it is. Some people don't. It kind of flashed in the pan. I don't really use it anymore. But um, anyways, I had a room and you and you and Chris came on and like, I've talked to Chris for several hours now. He's been on the podcast before. So um, naturally got to bring you on and you guys are doing some big stuff. I'm excited to dig into what you guys are doing and, and um, how you're trying to help the industry. So how I start every podcast, because I'm very curious, how did you find this random little niche of PDR? <laughs> um yeah i've had i've had a a, a, i don't know my young career i guess or trying to find where i need to plant myself as a Mm -hmm. young kid right Mm -hmm. um i was a police dispatcher before i got into pdr my mom's a police officer and so i thought that that was going to be my career or at least i knew that i could always fall back at least until 35 right (laughs) um and so with that i got into police dispatching and then from there it's like I kind of I kind of started to uh, realize um, at least like public service in that regard, like wasn't really for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided to look for just different opportunities and just, you know, a, a different kind of way of of going about what I want to do for the next at that point, you know, 10 years of my life or five or 10 years of my sure. life is very short term goals. Um, and. and so I, I worked at a body shop. I took a pay cut and I worked at a body shop. I've always been into cars as a kid. I was street racing and, and yeah. tuning my car and stuff like that, buying parts and hanging out with buddies in parking lots, talking about cars for, you know, hours and hours and on end. And um, so, yeah, I, I quit my job. I took a pay cut. I went to work for a body shop and I was sweeping floors. I was a porter. I was picking up parts, delivering parts, uh, you know, helping the, the painter or helping the body guys in any way I could. Um, and there was one day I was going to lunch and his name is Chance Stevens out of, out of, uh, out of Texas, Justin, Texas, I guess is where he is. Uh, and Chance Stevens was the in-house uh, PDR technician. Mm-hmm. And we went to lunch one day, we were on the way to Pizza Hut. And I said, randomly, as I'm driving, I said, I want to paint cars. And the first response was, no, you don't. <laughs> and I said, yeah, man, I'm like, I really like what so-and-so does in the back there. I think that's really, really cool. He goes, Dave, do you see all those guys in there? I said, yeah, yeah, Tom and this and that. He goes, if you if you go that route, you are going to be them in. That's you. Yeah, that's you. That's what you will be. 
And what are they all doing right now on their spare time? They're trying to learn what I do. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> all I know is that I sweep up your glue tabs every day. And every time I sweep up, you're making a mess right after. That's all I really know yeah, about you what asshole. you do. <laughs> yeah, that's all I really know. I had no, I had no clue about what PDR was. Um, you know, I, he was glue pulling. I had no clue what that was. All I knew is that he was always making a mess. Uh, but that stuck with me. He said, I do not want to paint cars because I, I, pretty much I'd be miserable. Um, and it's a dirty lifestyle, you know, uh, you're never going to make your money back on your tools. You're always going to have a snap on bill, stuff like that. Um, and so I took that, I took that advice I, just in that one car ride. Um, and I was living in Texas. Like I said, I came back home to Chicago and I put in Google, uh, dent repair training. Um, I had found a small school here, um, with high tech. High tech was doing training. They're really big in the Midwest here, especially yeah. in Chicago. I did a two week course there. Thought I knew everything after the two weeks. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. Awesome. I'm ready to, to go fix cars now. This is fine. And so it's like, well, I don't really know what to do from here. So I then went back to Google and I put dent repair jobs, <laughs> dent wizard hiring, become, you know, 401k benefits, the whole nine, right? Yeah. So, okay, cool. So I click apply and it's like, yes, I have experience. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I started that whole journey. Right. And I got a call from a manager. We met at a local um, dealership. He said, you know how to push? I said, yeah, of course I know how to push. I just had two weeks over here. Yeah, come on. And um, so he's like, right. so the tech there, he's like, all right, fix this dent on this Lexus. I'm like, okay, cool. Now I'm really nervous. Cause this is the first time I'm actually fixing a dent out in the real world. And so I grabbed my one tool, the tool was already in there. You like grab the tool and I'm looking for my tip, trying to, it was a whale tail, just mm -hmm. trying to find the tip, pushing, pushing. And it took me, <laughs> like, it sat there for like a solid five, 10 minutes. And, um, and yeah, he's like, okay, cool. You're, you're done. So what we're going to do is we're going to send you to St. Louis. We're going to do two months of training. Yeah, yeah. And um, then now you're going to, you're going to start your journey. You know <clears> there we go. Um, All right. A couple of things I want to ask you about. Um, you said your mom's a cop yeah. in Chicago. Yes. That's badass. For sure. You got a customer in there? Uh, I have another, I have another technician here. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, tell, he's him, by. tell him to join. He's going to have to work yeah. a little bit. <laughs> um, that's badass. Right you can take a look around. The lights are on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um mom's a cop in chicago that's badass i'm sure she was a pretty big influence on your life um yeah, in many ways for sure um so you go you go that the route that i've seen honestly like after interviewing all these people on podcasts and learning more people out the industry and seeing more people in the industry the amount of people that come out of body shops to go into pdr is massive it's huge because most of the time they see this dang guy uh, yours is a little different. You were like, had no idea what he did. And he's like, don't do this. And you just actually took that advice seriously, um, which is great. Those are like the little pivotal moments in life where some, not to assume, but some punk ass kid, it's fair to say, cause I was too, right. Some kids like sweeping up body shops and the guy's like, don't do that. Do this. You'd be like, fuck you. Like yeah. I'm you, what do you know? Right. Or you could take that route or you could be like, man, maybe the dude's right. You know, and you took you know, that route and potentially changed the entire trajectory of your life, which is weird to think about looking back. hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, he, he had like the nicer cars. He had a condo mm -hmm. in Mexico, you know, yeah. all the guys were kind of PDR on their off time. I'm like, well, clearly this is like mm -hmm. something. Right? Yeah. It's like, clearly this is going to get me somewhere, you know? 
Yeah. And, and we all need to realize too, as like 10 year, 15, 20 year techs that we potentially have influence on people like that in, in a matter of 30 seconds or a two minute window, we could actually give somebody advice that could change their path, which is interesting to think about. So you're, so you go down that road, um, you're at Dent Wizard. Um, I met you, like I said, I met you and Chris Ray at the same time. When I met you guys, you were kind of, you were essentially partnered up in some way um, with the Dentless Touch brand, something like that. But tell me how that happened. Cause you're no longer with Dent Wizard. I know that um, you met Chris at some point and you guys did some sort of partnership together. Explain yeah, how so, that worked. Yeah. So uh, I ended up leaving Dent Wizard, right. Um, with the entrepreneurial spirit that I had, I when? started with that repair. When? Right? What year? Uh, uh, so I was there for, I think, four or five years. Okay, so. About four years, maybe. I think it was about four years. Yeah. Started my own company here in Chicago, a uh, mobile company uh, servicing pretty much the entire Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the kind of opportunity came up. I just met Chris through YouTube, right? Like we just, I mean, I, I think everyone has seen a Dentless Touch video in their yeah. PDR career if they're into it. Yeah. Um, and then we met at MTE for the first time uh, in 2016, maybe 15, 16, yeah, 17. Like that. Right? Uh, and the first conversation I had was outside of a hotel. I was outside of the hotel and we sat in two chairs right in front of the lobby for six hours straight without a drink of water, without a, uh, ounce of food, watching texts come in and out. They're leaving to go to dinner, this and that. Me and him are just talking about work talking about business, talking about PDR, talking about what else we can do, uh, you know, uh, talking about, you know, our videos, stuff like that. Like we just, for six hours straight, and that is not an exaggeration. At one point we were finally like, are you hungry? Like, yeah, I'm starving. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then we, you know, we went to dinner and we still talked for another, you know, three, four hours after that. Um, So I just built a really good relationship with Chris uh, over the course of those years. And then, yeah, uh, three years ago, I mean, the opportunity came up. It's like the mobile route was awesome, but it's like I knew Chris was a couple steps ahead of where where I wanted to be. Here he was a a couple steps ahead. Uh, He had technicians working for him. He had multiple locations. I'm like, let me go see. You know what I mean? And Chris is like, yeah, just come out here. I don't care. You know what I mean? Uh, And I had gone out there for like a hailstorm or two intermittently right before that. Um, so it's like, I got to meet him a little bit before, at least in his home, you know, hometown. Um, and we just had like a great rapport. So it's like, yeah, I sold my house and packed up the Windy City van with all my stuff. And I went out there, you know, and it's like, I got to really see the ins and outs of Dentless Touch and how Chris really, really works and how he was able to build, um, such a, a strong, like team in the DMV area. Um, and so I decided like, let's, let's do this. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm here. Um, let's work, you know, and how do you want to go about this? So, so you moved and then asked those questions. Is that the correct order? I mean, how much, yeah. Okay. How much like preparation or talks in advance of you actually going out there and, and working for him or with him? Yeah. As you just heard. Right. So it's like, some guy told me not to go do this and go do that. I said, okay, cool. I'll go do that. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I'm very like, if it's a good idea, if I feel it's a good idea and it comes from like a genuine place, it's like, cool. Like, I'm going to trust you. You know what I mean? It's like, if you stab me in the back, that's on you type thing. Yeah. But it's like, I'm very trusting. It's like, if someone's going to give me really good advice, like let's, and it's a good idea, right? It's like, I, I also feel you it's a good idea. Like, it, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. I kind of, I see it and I feel it. And, uh, and so I just roll with it, you know? And it's like, that's kind of how I live my life. It's just like, oh, let's do it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's, that's I think there's, there's definitely could be some benefits to that. Has that, has it ever burned you? Um, 
Has it ever burned me? I can't really say it has. That's good. Uh, I mean, that's well, awesome to think about because th- I think most people aren't, aren't willing to do that in life because they're scared of the negative thing happening, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I, ha- I feel like I have very good, like, um, I don't say intuition. It's like instinct. What, yeah. Instinct, right? It's like I have very, like, um, I can tell. I, can, I don't say I'm like I can see through people, but it's like I can kind of tell when someone's being really disingenuous, smiling to my face type thing. It's like whatever, and I'll roll with that too. But it's like eh, in my heart of hearts, it's like I know that this isn't coming from the right place. So, you know, I'll still maintain a relationship, but it's like I'm not going to go ahead and put all of like all of me into you. you um, and when I do feel that, it's like okay, cool, let me go. Yeah, you think that comes from? I actually my I had friends growing up who were very similar to that, and they grew up in a house uh where their dad was a cop do you think that stems from that a little bit like that little uh, bit of like being able to tell yes i really yeah. do i do, really do, do you have any reason like to think about like any experiences that happened in your life where you were able to or do you saw your mom do that a lot or discussions yeah, or anything not, Just, but like she would she i mean she definitely would point out and and point when people were doing things that were wrong whether like morally or ethically wrong she would call them out right mm-hmm. Um, and I would kind of just see like that example. Yeah, that example. And that that's in the world. Right. And so it's like, I just, I became very in tune and it's like, I'm always aware of my surroundings type thing. And like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I became in tune with, with people, how they move and behavior and how sometimes behavior doesn't match how, what they talk about mm-hmm. and vice versa. <laughs> right. And it's, so it's like, yeah, I, I have, um I kind of feel that with people you know and that's just like kind of an internal thing like it is like you said an internal like just an instinct it is uh, I I think it's like a, and that, like, that could stem from that I, I, I think it's like a street that. smart of uh, to some extent right yeah I mean I, I'm definitely like books I read a ton but it's like actual like test taking books and stuff yeah no it's street smart and like common sense and also just like um greeting uh, people uh, that's social, a huge skill though social awareness yeah i mean it, it's like i definitely have that that's cool so okay so you meet chris and this is why like putting yourself in an environment of other people like dent techs and stuff is so important why i talk about on podcasts and talk to other people environment is super important going to mte <clears throat> meeting these people that again change the your direction in this industry for sure um that's why I think it's so important. So you meet Chris, you guys have long conversations. You still talk to this day, obviously work together. I'm sure after MT, you guys talked a bunch weekly, daily, whatever. Um, and eventually you pack up your stuff, cl- essentially close down your business. Maybe not officially, but stop doing all Chicago work. Go to DC area. Is that, I don't know exactly. DC. It's essentially. DMV, right? So it's Maryland, DC, and Virginia. Right, right. Yeah. Of- that section. Yeah. yeah. So you go out there and you're going to like, partner with Chris or work for Chris mm-hmm. which one uh partner partner with Chris and build this dentless touch thing learn from him he's kind of like he's kind of like your mentor instead of hiring a coach or a mentor or something you actually went and worked with him yeah. to learn from him he's multiple businesses several uh, employees all that stuff so you started yeah. that how did that process go was it everything you thought it would be exactly? You partnered with them. Everything was great. Yeah. And I just started steamrolling and taking over the PDR yeah, world. Taking over the whole world. <laughs> not quite. No, of course not. Right. And it's like, cause this is business. This is yeah. like, you start to see things and it's like, you can only show so much like of a business through now the internet. 
Yeah. Um, and so it's like, you need to be like on the ground, right? And it's like, well, there were multiple locations. Um, there were multiple technicians, which are still there to this day. Um, awesome guys too. And it's like, um, okay, well, now that Dave's here, Chris is like, uh, we're going to need more space because uh, we were actually working, uh, we were subletting from a mechanical shop. Mm. Um, like one or, day, like one yeah, car, like, one spot. He was subletting from a mechanical shop. And you see that in the videos too, yeah. like early Dentless Touch, uh, like yellow walls and stuff like that. And there was detailers there in the same space. And it's like, heck allowed all the time. <laughs> Chris knew at that at that moment like that what I was capable of right because me and him are the same pace we can work on the same damage it's You're like both killer techs too yeah like, and it's like seen Chris's uh, videos your videos you guys are <laughs> both great techs and it's like sure. okay yeah we we can't stay here we can't grow out of this place like the dentless touch can't grow out of this place the place itself the city itself wouldn't allow uh dentless touch to put up a sign due to like uh, you know village new village code or something sure, right yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like how are we going to grow with two crazy technicians here who mm -hmm. are capable of doing this and stuff? this is one bay right one spot one car spot yeah, yeah it's it's yeah it was one spot and then there was days obviously where there were no other detail cars so we get one two three four we get four spots okay days we get two some days we get two and a half it depends yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're like every day is a like <laughs> it's different struggling every single day yeah um on how to on you know how to maximize our time and chris For is sure. very very efficient Dude. because of of that space in particular yeah. of how to manage how to stack customers how to how to bring them in how to um manage repairs on top of doing an estimate as well like he became very efficient in that space that's awesome um and i think his skills of efficiency stem from that space yeah and that's true though like to stop on that too that's super important because so many guys want to be retail techs and they come out and do that and stuff and i think you, you know i don't actually know chris's background in that but like i'm fast like i'm really fast um yeah. and i can still do good work because i spent so many years and i still do on wholesale lots Yes. Like that's where it kind of like when you put yourself in those situations, you're like, okay, well, the money isn't retail money here, but you can make retail money as long as you're really yeah. fast <laughs> and you get, you learn to be good and fast at the same time. Same thing with that. You're like, this is what I have. I'm yeah. going to learn to be this in this space. Yeah. And so you take those experiences and pass them on. Now, can you get a spot where you can park six cars? I don't know how many cars fit in that spot, but it's a lot. Eight in your yeah. his new spot really fast but now lots of cars now you yeah. can replicate and build a big business so i just want to yeah. touch on that but yeah i mean he'll take those experiences for granted he, he's definitely done his fair share of wholesale i mean i was working at okay, carmax man. lots too right with just pages and pages just, of yeah cars. just go find them fix them unlock the key in the window like exactly. do as many yeah. as you can <laughs> really learn how to become fast you yeah. get to touch a lot of cars a lot of metal time you get yeah. to you get to really know ins and outs of a car mm -hmm. um you know and that was from my experience or previous pdr experience before sure. getting getting out there to that area um but yeah so i show up and i said okay here i am um you know let's fix some cars right and chris mm -hmm. is now like okay cool now i have to i have to pump double out yeah. of this shop yeah, right not for, sure. for me now for someone else just like me mm -hmm. uh, but that's where it's like uh, there was now that it started to become, Hey, Dave, these cars are coming in. Can you take care of them? Because now I know he is going to look for space. He is meeting with contractors. He's meeting with a realtor. He's meeting with, you know, property management. Um, so it kind of became Dave run this spot here intermittently until I can get us up and running, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and when that first started, that was like, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Potentially after a while, you were like, after months of that, you're like, am I just fixing dents for you? 
is that, did I, that I ever cross your mind? I didn't understand the timeline and how yeah. long it or how long it does take because I yeah. just went through that. I came home now. I'll fast forward. I came home in yeah. May. I just got to Chicago. Back to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just opened up here in May and it's like, I'm going on probably September finally getting open. So it's like, it does take that long. Right. But it's like, yeah, am I just, am I just pushing here? But I, I, I didn't know what it took to do that. Yeah. Chris is like, it's fine. It's fine. Not only was that happening now, there's a pandemic involved. Yeah. Like I went out there for kind of, I went out there for the height of COVID, like for the height, I know we're still going, you know, places are still going through stuff. Right. But like for the height of the introduction of it and the, these, the, the mass scale, all the shutdowns. Uh, all, yeah. yeah. And so now on top of it, this is like, Oh man. Like so how, I got to get too text busy. The world's shut down. People are still yeah. in their house. They, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm still allowed to have my business open, et cetera, et cetera. And now I got to double my work. Yeah. Yes. It was, but he I did. Know. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, eventually the entire process yeah. we did. Like, and that's like that when you know, like, if you can succeed in hard times, right, yeah. if you could find a way to make it work in a time that's abnormal or imperfect or scary or hard or whatever, then when it's good, you know, you're going to be successful. So that's cool. That's cool information to have. Honestly, yeah, it was, it was one of those like, <laughs> I, I came back home, I think, for one month during that whole thing because there was a hailstorm here. And Chris is like, go. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like there was a for sure hailstorm. It was going to be uh, yeah. about 600 units that got hit in the Chicagoland area. I had another local tech from here say, Dave, you want to come? You new said, people, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, because yeah. what I know that that's going to do is get money in my pocket, right? right uh, on a personal level. And then it's also going to alleviate stress from Chris from not having to actually provide for another body. Because mm-hmm. it was kind of, we have like this really... Uh, just good agreement it's like just you know just take care of what you need to get take like take care of yeah. right whether it's a car at the shop whether it's like a customer that needs to go do something a mobile mm-hmm. job whatever it may be um it's like just go take care of it and it was like hey this opportunity came up go and i'm like yeah. oh. i'm like well, i wasn't asking for permission i was just gonna go anyway but it's yeah like, but thanks yeah I, i'm glad like honestly it's like that's Same cool thing. they are saying that yeah it's like because i was gonna say it anyway it's like dude i have to go yeah you know what i mean it's like I know how much that that's going to alleviate from you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I came back home for one month out of that whole thing, uh, worked on hailstorm and it came right back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when the process of building that new Springfield location was still kind of up and running and still going. He's like, finally, I found a spot. Okay, cool. But now we're doing a build out. So it's still going to take a little longer. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know? What would you say to, what would you say to somebody? Cause I know this is an issue, like, especially on hailstorms or employees working for, for, dank guys etc um and you weren't even really working for him you were partnered technically in the dentless touch thing but still you felt like it at times right because you excel yeah, that's, that's just like an internal feeling right because yeah. it's like when, when 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 the person that you're that you came out there to work with yeah. isn't there next to you pushing yes and like on the phone or answering emails and stuff and it's like you're well, like what, what the what the fuck yeah why, why i mean i can do that yeah no, yeah. it's like like why am I'm I not here like sweating my ass yeah, off? Yeah, exactly. So how like, do you I, deal with that though? How do you? How did you? Or how can any advice for other people? Because this is this is the human ego. This is business. This is <laughs> it happens so much in the dent businesses where one guy works for the other guy and then doesn't anymore because something broke down. How yeah. did you and Chris make that not break down? We're both. I think we're both very stubborn, right? And so it's like, for me, it's like, I'm going to weather this storm mm-hmm. and I'll deal with it kind of internally. Mm-hmm. 
did have some hard conversations. There you uh, go. I think that's the key right there. I re- we did have I don't think enough people do. Where it's like I had to finally kind of like write it down for myself and walk in that morning and say, Chris, is there enough work? Mm-hmm. Like, where are the cars? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, well, you know, and then I don't want to say it was an excuse or anything like that, but it's like, Dave, there's a pandemic going on. And I'm like, I don't care. We're essential. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we can still keep going. Like, you know, we're automotive. People are still, you know, there weren't as many cars on the road, but we can still do this. And, you know, he knows more of his back end than I did, right? He mm-hmm. built this whole thing. So he's seeing his analytics and stuff like that, knowing that realistically, and it's like, I know that now, like realistically, it's like, Dave, no, there wasn't, there was mm-hmm. enough. Like it was just minimum, enough, yeah. you know, like for us to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I know that now, but going through it, it was like, well, I could have stayed home for this, or I could have, you know, kept staying mobile. For, you know, these are the conversations I'm having in my head. Yeah. Um, I could have stayed mobile or back home, or, or why did I pack up everything? And it's like, am I, am I, I was starting to question my decision yep. Um, yep. at that point. But I think the biggest wrench was the pandemic. Like the biggest wrench was the pandemic because outside of that, I think things would have been that peachy keen, everything runs smooth, no big deal. This Probably is what not. we're doing now. Yeah, I think it would have been fine, you know? So like we both had to weather that storm um, together, you know? But do, and- do you think there's a key? I know you and Chris have been able to talk a lot, six hours, the first meeting, et cetera, and many, many more hours since then. I've actually talked to Chris for hours on end as well. He's a talker. Yes. A clear, and so am I. Yes. Probably so are you, and that's dangerous, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, but I think that's super important. I think is, is having those conversations before it's too late, before you run so many questions in your head, like, why the fuck did I do this? Why did I leave? I should go back home. I don't have my friends. I was making more money in Chicago. All those things build up day after day after day. And you never say anything because you have that conversation with Chris and like, and, and potentially it's like, okay, let's, let's look at the bigger vision together. Where are we trying to go together? Let's go back to where we started. The pandemic inserted this into here. I'm not making as much money either, et cetera. He, he ended up gravitating that direction because He's he knew it. He built like, it. The analytics. This is that. That's Chris. So that's like, he loves that stuff. Life. Yeah. I, I like, cause I'll kind of, I mean, and like, of course, I think we both have our moments, but yeah, I'll kind of get there quicker, mm-hmm. like kind of more what the fuck. And yeah. it's like, well, Dave, yeah, bigger picture. And I'm yeah. like, you're like, okay, this is why conversations are super important <laughs> with, yeah. every, with everybody too, like communication, um, especially if I could go down this road, m- yeah. men in general, maybe not as good at communicators. We're talking about like with your kids, with your wife, with your yeah. parents, et cetera having conversations is usually better off than not and having a difficult, difficult conversation earlier on. It's probably better in most relationships. I agree. I mean, I grew up, yeah. I grew up, uh, I grew up around all women. So it's like, my dad was there intermittently, whatever, but it's like, I grew up around all women listening to conversations and just, just, just convos, just like hard ones. Good that ones. Influenced bad, you bad for ones. sure. Yeah, like I, I mean, yeah. I, and so it's like, uh, I, I have like a trigger point, whatever, but it's like, Chris is very good at like, Dave, this is the bigger picture. This yeah, and that kind yeah. of bringing me back down to reality. Um, and, and yeah, so, I mean, I would All have right. to go like him to work. I know a couple of times I think I'm like, yo, where's the work? Where's this? What's going yeah. on? You know? And All right. Let's, was, let's, let's go back to you. Cause yeah. so basically at a certain point you're actually, and I think we made it clear you're back in Chicago for know, since May, correct. except the- at some point you, you were with 
with him in DC with dentless touch and you're actually back in Chicago now dentless touch in Chicago, right. not, well, I don't know what your business name was before. What was it? Windy City Dent Repair. Windy City. So not Windy City Dent Repair anymore. Now you're Dentless Touch Chicago. How did that transition happen? Let's talk about opening up a brand new business because you've done it twice now, right? Correct. Windy City Dent Repair and now coming back with another brand, maybe a little more backing, a little more knowledge. Yeah. Um, how did that conversation happen? Why did you move back? And why'd you keep the name Dentless Touch? Um, I think that like post- post going through our like big uh, pandemic, stuff like that, I, yeah. I really kind of decided, uh, and like my lease coming up and stuff like that, it was, Chris told me, I think it was like a day or two, you know, he's like, take a day or two. You really need to kind of figure out if you want to be here, right? And I actually ended up driving up to New York for a day because I had never been there before and it's that close. So I drove up to New York kind of thinking the entire way up. And then once I pulled into New York and I felt like life and vibrancy and movement and like, pollution and noise trains <laughs> uh, planes and automobiles i'm like this is to me like life right this is what i'm used to this kind of like full area i leave there i come home and i think it was like that next day or the day after yeah i went home to came DC. dc i went back to work and i said yeah chris i'm gonna go home yeah yeah because well what made you decide that and I said, and kind of what I just said right now, going up there and I'm like, that's what Chicago is to me. It's like, it's that, it's that like just movement all the time and, and just kind of like a, always a hum in the air because there's something going on, right? Um, where I was, was like a little slower Sub pace. Suburbia, suburbia? Yeah, suburbia, they consider it the South. So it's a little more laid back, this and that. Uh, and it's just like, that's not my personal style. So I decided, I said, well, you know what, what I can do uh, and what I will do is take this brand that you've built here, right? We have three locations, Rockville, Waldorf, and Springfield. All uh, right there, right? Yeah. DC, yeah. So yeah, two in Maryland and then one in Virginia. Okay. Uh, I said, well, what about Chicago as a fourth? Okay. And Chris is like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, why not? You know, it's like, I know his vision. I know my vision. I know what we both want to accomplish within the PDR world. Uh, and the industry itself and like what we want to do as businessmen. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's going to give me the feeling of being um, at the helm with you. You know what I mean? Two legitimate partners really strategizing to how do we grow this brand together rather than like, Hey, Dave, I'm pushing this. on a car. He's pushing on a car, you know, every now and then it's like, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Well, my brain isn't in boss man, uh, not boss man, like businessman mentality. Entrepreneur, right yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm like, well, how, what tool am I going to use right now? It's like, it's not, I'm not in that mindset. Cause it's like, well, here's the cars, here's the bills, do the cars and kind of go home. Mm. Um, and if we have time to strategize throughout the day, or even if we want to come in early or stay late, what we can strategize and do that too. But my mind isn't in that wheelhouse mm -hmm. i need to be in a setting to where i put myself in that mindset so of course like you said chris is like huh okay yeah let's do that right um and so i'm building off of the foundation chris has built what we did out there and now i'm bringing that here i'm bringing that to chicago so how's that so you uh, you started a business once you left dent wizard and started windy city from nothing for me that i don't know if I say it was easy, but actually it wasn't. It wasn't as easy as it sounds. But no, it was no, no. So talk about the differences. You've started it twice in the same city, yeah. so that which is I don't can't imagine too many people have done that. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, talk about the differences the first time versus this time coming with more knowledge, a little bit of backing because with the Dentless Touch name comes 
some of the systems and processes and marketing and things like that. Right. So yeah. talk about starting the first time after Dent Wizard and then we'll compare it to kind of coming back in May and doing this time. Uh, the first time I was very scared to do it. Very yeah. scared. Uh, Leaving Dent Wizard, the 401k benefits. Yeah. All that stuff, right? All that for, for yeah. you got to go push it all. Right. That was very scary. And that was a, um, I, I remember I had planned for a January or February, like quit date or put in my two weeks. There was a Friday at like 530. I called my manager. I said, this isn't for me anymore. Well, what's wrong? We can help you and get you more work, all this stuff. And I wasn't having really support in the market, stuff like that, whatever. There was a, yeah. a couple other little things that kind of helped me sway that decision. But it was like a Friday at 430 or 530 or whatever. And I said, this isn't for me. And so I came home and uh, to my girlfriend at the time. And I said, I just quit. She said, well, I thought you weren't doing that till January or February. I said, yeah, well, you know, I just did it today. Oh, this is before. Yeah, this is before. This is yeah. me starting Windy City, right? And the, like, even post that phone call, it's like, I would come home and it's like, there were a couple nights that I actually cried. Like in my basement, uh, with, like I said, with my girlfriend at the time, like of just sheer stress of about, like about the decision I was about to make. Um, just sheer stress full breakdowns, you know, um, what am I doing? Is this the right decision? Can I do this? You know, all of those things that I think a lot of guys kind of go through when they're about to start a business or want to, to make a all big jump. people, yeah. all people. Yeah. When they want to make a big jump like that, they, they, they build up a lot of stuff. And I, I definitely built up a lot of just emotion around it. Yeah. Um, and had these breakdowns and then I don't know what it was, but it was just that Friday where finally I said, you know what, I'm done. And you said January, February, but you did this like months before in October. Yeah. I did it like October. a like a five month premature (laughs) of like what I was going to do, but whatever, at that time, my body said, you know what, Dave, you're fine. You can do it. Boom. I did it. That's trust in that instinct again, though, that like that feeling that you had. Yeah. And so, and then it's like, okay, cool. Let up the van and go mobile. And then that's what I was doing, servicing the entire Chicagoland area, going and working on anything I could from sunup to literal sundown. Um, And that was awesome. You know what I mean? But then I, you know, as with talking with Chris who had brick and mortar, stuff like that, even other technicians in the industry, um, it's hard to scale mobile. It's It's hard to, you can't, how are you going to scale yourself? Like it's hard to scale yourself out of a truck, you know, and you're working in someone's garage and you're trying to hire a tech. I I did for a little bit with Windy City. I had a little helper with me, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I don't need you to unload my tools and invoice a car. I need you to learn PDR. Yeah, (laughs) Like you're a helper, but it's like, I don't need help with that stuff. I can do all that myself. I need you to help me learn how to do this and take on a car for me. That's how I'm going to build or scale this business. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that took, that was a big hire and fire process that I had never gone through. It took, I probably should have done that three months before I actually did it. Yeah. Like the kid was on for about, I think four months, whatever. And then it's like, I should have quit fired him in the first month. Yeah. No, I kept him on for, you know, I wasted $6,000 that summer on this kid because I was too scared to have that conversation. And so it's like, I've done these like kind of hard conversations mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't really want to do this. And I kind of let it linger probably a little longer than it should. And I'm learning over time how to nip that in the butt sooner and sooner. Yeah. Um, Make those decisions then, quick. Yeah. And then now transferring out a dentless touch okay, I'm going to take this brand to Chicago. So now I have to move all of my stuff back home, um, figure out where I'm going to live uh, and how I'm going to do this again. And I'm going to start a brick and mortar. Okay, cool. Well, how do I go about starting a brick and mortar? I saw Chris do it, but I wasn't- You were pushing dense though. Yeah, I wasn't in those combos with him. And so he's helped me along with that whole process. Um, And yeah, I mean, it was kind of drive around, find space which I thought was going to be a little bit easier due to uh, pandemic stuff, like businesses closing down. 
like no retail and office space yeah if i was yeah. going to start a t-shirt company easy, a, easy. A, yeah. a distribution no problem or whatever yeah. warehouse oh my god it was it was no. a pain like i i definitely thought i was going to be a little bit easier on that front um i had a deal uh you know it, it was it was good whatever it was like 22,000 square feet something like that uh the price was right and the communication between me and the property manager and the property manager and the owner was not like good. And I wanted it done by June 1st. I got home like May 5th and I was that whole next two weeks was driving, driving, driving. I find this deal. Okay, cool. Let's sign it. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't give me a lease and, and, and whatever, just back and forth, back and forth. Um, I finally June 2nd got pissed off and just like cancel the deal. Are you sure Dave, I have a revised lease in my hand. Nope. Cancel the deal. Like I could have went with the revised. Oh my god! Yeah, pretty much kind of what I wanted. I was too eh, I say too stubborn, but no, dude, this is what I wanted. I have to know that this is what I want. And if you're not going to do that in a timely manner, as I'm trying to do everything I can to start this, no, cancel it. The, the next time you have a conversation with him in a month from now or two months is going to take a long time. It's going to be a pain in the ass and all that shit, right? You know that. I'm already like, yeah, I'm already like looking at how this is going to play out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, later, later down the road. And so it's like that morning, that June 2nd morning, I'm all pissed off because now I just canceled the deal. I have no space again. I'm supposed to get this up and running and I'm not working. I'm just, I'm trying to start this. Yeah. Like I still got bills to pay and stuff, you know? And it's like, okay, I, I am driving from town to town to town. I find this space here. I find this space in Lombard, Illinois. And I call the guy up. He's like, I am, I am 20 minutes away. If you can wait there for me, I will be there. So yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm, I'll wait. He showed me, he opened it up. Uh, I have a nice lobby here. I have an office, my own office behind me. And then 30, like 300, 32 to 300 square feet of nice. warehouse space, two restrooms in the rear there. And I'm like, yeah, I like it. And the price was only a cup, like 200 more bucks than what I was going to do in the last spot and more space. Yeah. Like, well, that's a no brainer, right? Yeah. You know, so yeah, here we go. You know, so it's like, uh, now you have to get all the lease stuff. You have, they, they, you know, the village needs all this stuff. You're going to sign your lease, whatever. And so I've, I've gone through all that process and still going through it. Um, I just got my conditional use permit. Now I'm waiting on fire inspection and, mm -hmm. and certificate of occupancy. Yeah. So it's like, am I still, but then you got to get customers too. I'm in right now. Right. That, that's exactly where like, that's what lead all of that has led up to like that what you just right said. for sure yeah um, so how was that compared so like the first time you quit dent wizard five months earlier than you thought you were going to you go out the next monday or the week after and you start trying to find customers and then compare that versus what you're trying to do now was it then was it like dealerships body shops like visiting places and now it's more it was digital mobile, right it's super yeah. convenient like yes i was doing advertising with yelp i did advertise yeah. i had google ads running even for a mobile business i had yeah, all of that for sure um and but yeah the convenience factor is huge you know for from a mobile standpoint like yeah why not you can come to me oh awesome you know um, a lot of the questions i was get well where are you guys located you know it's like oh we yeah. come to you you know yeah. and it's like that's a whole different ball game. It is nice, but the winters here in Chicago are not the best. They real suck. Winters, like, yeah. They are real winters. And so like you're dealing with elements. And so when you're trying to fix, you know, a deep dent or a deep crease or whatever the case may be, right. It's like, and you're in someone's garage with no space and you're next to all their like hoarded stuff and <laughs> it, you know, that are packages and bins or whatever the case may be. And it's like, 
yeah, it's just not the most ideal situation, but you're making do, right? You're a mobile yeah. service. Yeah. Um, now compared to here, the challenge is, yeah, how do you get customers to come to you? Right. And it's like, how do you make them trust you enough and make them want to brand new brand? Never heard of Dentless Touch in Chicago. Never heard of them till May. Exactly. So So now it's it's another like it's another bout of going through the making that brand something like I didn't honestly realize how I would say successful in its own way. Windy City was right, because it's like my phone always rang you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like i never not didn't really not have work i was six days a week yeah. um I, a week two weeks out sometimes and it was like okay cool coming back i'm like hey i'm back they're like oh well we use this person or hey you, yeah, yeah it's kind of like yeah so what you know what i mean like oh okay yeah you know, we may do without you yeah so yeah the world went on i promise yeah. david yeah so it's building that trust back up building you know building those relationships back up which uh, to me it's like i feel like i'm very good at you know, it's like, oh, well, you've been gone. Okay, cool, man. Well, yeah. you know what? Now I'm here. Like, let's build out from here. That's cool that that comment came out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like, that's the attitude you got to have, though. And that's the perception of me in that regard. Like, oh, you left and like, I've used someone else. Like, okay, cool. To me, it's like, I have this thing of, and, and like, I do respect a ton of texts in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, business is business. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to do what I have to do to go ahead and make this business successful. And I'm going to try to not step on too many toes. I'm going to along the way. Um, But as far as like, hey, we use this person now, it's, you know, and a lot of these guys are mobile. To me, it's only going to take that one time to where they can't make it to where they can't, you know, they can't leave wherever they're at or, or they're stuck somewhere else or they're stuck on in traffic or whatever. And now that that perception of, Dave, where you been? We don't care. It kind of transfers onto them now almost. And well, you know what? Now we have another option. You know what I mean? It's like I gave someone else another option because Windy City was gone. And now it's only going to take, I think, a couple of those times for me uh, in a matter of probably a year for to be like, oh, well, now there's another option. because I, I, think, they- I, I think that's the attitude you have to have, though. You left and came back and they said, hey, we got another guy. But I think in the same situation, like when you go to sell somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're using this guy. Um, okay, well what about my option too? I think you kind of have to have that little bit of that attitude. Like it's like a balance of the ego. What's that? I don't get down about that. Like I know you're probably using someone else. Everybody's using somebody else. Yeah. Like I like to me, I don't care. It's like, it's going to take one. It's going to take one. I don't know if I could swear. It's going to take one fuck up. Right. I I, I swear. Yeah. It's going to take one fuck up for them to, for that to happen. And it's like, okay, cool. My name's the next one under like the next card is mine. Okay, cool. Um, It's going to take, it's going to take that. And then it's going to take in that time that we're like, you may mess up. It's like, I'm building, I'm, I'm steamrolling mm-hmm. content video. You know, uh, I am part of one of the largest, if not the largest YouTube channel for PDR, like on the internet, like that is to me, you know, something me and Chris both have in our back pockets. Like if someone doesn't trust us, okay, well, you know what, here's a link. Yeah. And here's over here's 55,000 subscribers or something like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, they're okay, cool. You it's know what legit. I mean? I don't know what your guy's doing. You know, maybe he's nice, whatever he, he cuts you a deal, but you know, the stuff that he passes on, we can fix it, yeah. you know? Um, and yeah. so it's just like, there's that. Um, but then like, same thing, Yelp ads, Google ads, doing that whole normal thing. Um, I don't think advertising in the between the two, say between Windy City, which was, um, you know, 2013, 14 ish, whatever it was um, to like now. 
uh, say 14, 15, whatever, it, nothing too much hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. Like there's really only one more platform and that's TikTok, right? Other than that, like uh, there's nothing that's really changed as far as like where I'm going to put myself out there. Yep. YouTube, yep. Facebook, Instagram, definitely yep. to me, the top three. Yep. Google's yep. adding a little bit more with their posts and, and photo yeah, feature. Okay, cool. cool, but it's not much. It's just a part of your Google listing that you had anyway. Yeah. You know, so um, that much hasn't changed. How much money can you throw at it, right? Yeah. It's like, that's kind of that whole game. But um, then I think where Chris adds in is like, can you throw money at it and then track on the back end what it turns into, right? Because that's what I'm trying to solve right now is we put money on this, but can I, if I put $500 into this, how much exactly do I get out on the back end? I convert to what yeah. it, like, I need to yeah. see the conversion. You need to know that or else there's no point in doing it. Like, like this is what I've come to realize. And I, I, I'm just recently learning how to track that on the back end. Cause it's not that easy. We use the mm -hmm. CRM system now and all that stuff. I, I know you guys have too, but you spend mm -hmm. 500. Can you make 5,000 or 4,000? Yes. If you can turn that up to 750, does it still eight to 10 times? Cool. Turn it up to a thousand. Is it still eight to 10 times? Cool. Turn it up to 2000. Is it still eight to 10 times? You got to know this information yes. or you can't grow scale and, and spend more money on advertising. You can, but you, if you don't, you're like, I feel busier. Cool. Yeah. How? Right. Right. Yeah. You but know. you're money out your ass on this, right? It's like, yeah, you don't know that you had no clue. You have some ghost money going out yeah, and it's like, sure. you could, yeah, you didn't know. Right. And it's like, um, like I have a, you know, an iPad here with a check-in sheet, right? Yeah. So when I have walk-ins, that's a, that links to a walk-in page through our CRM or through HubSpot is what we use um, through that. And I can see all of my walk-ins. Yeah. Even you know, if they're not dent customers. So people are like, oh yeah, all my customers, I got them through mobile ticker X. Cool. What about the, for us, 10, 15, 20 people a day that call or walk in that we don't service. What about those 10, 15, 20 contacts that might turn into customers later. I know you sent your estimate out to them through mobile tech RX, right? Yeah. But do you yeah. know if they opened it? No. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, you know if they looked at your like webpage that? after the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's yeah. like what, you know, now I'm a part of that ecosystem, especially mm -hmm. with Chris, because he's, like I yeah. said, he's very, very good with that stuff. And I'm, and I'm learning that right yeah. now. I'm really learning that, but I'm in that I'm in the ecosystem for myself Yes. to be able to do that. I'm not, you know, uh, yes, I have to push, but it's like, now when I go home, I have stuff to actually look at and like mm -hmm. decipher and, and, and go through instead of like, Hey, here's our analytics. Like, how can we do better? I'm like, dude, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I, I got a 20 inch crease coming in tomorrow. That's yeah. like my four, that's my foresight is that tomorrow, you know? And so it's like, now I'm able to be like, all right, cool. How can we move the needle on this way? Well, I see this, I see that. What do you see? Well, okay. I see this and I see that. Yeah. I want to, I want to come back to that real quick. But I want to ask, do, is there some person or people in your city that you will not step on their toes just out of curiosity because i have a couple people like that where i'm like it's not worth it to me whether it's not worth it or um out of respect i don't do you have anybody like that just because i know other people are thinking this yeah i mean i'm sure there is I'm like sure if you went is. to the dealer or or to this body yeah. shop and they're like i use this guy you're gonna be like okay respect if he doesn't show up call me yeah but you're um, not gonna like be like pushing is there anybody you don't have to say their name i'm just curious if there is no, i mean yeah so i ray sapnew right uh okay, Liff, yeah. right we know him right? yeah uh, yeah ray sapnew but he but like uh, he's, he's on hail storms yeah but yeah he's, he does a lot of hail yeah. uh he's kind of far from me okay uh mark panagasser he was uh one of my managers at dent wizard and he quit probably about a year or two prior before i did mm. uh so i probably won't step on his toes you know 
But so I, there are I, those people because you made it sound like there wasn't. I'm just curious. They're getting a call. Like they're getting a call right after I leave there and say, "Hey, yo, I just stopped in here. Like, step you up your game. Like, yeah, do you want? Yeah, do you want it still? Like they were kind of interested. Whatever the case may be, yes. they're getting a call right after. I have that respect for them. It's like, yeah. even if I might step in your toes, I'm going to give you a heads up. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was a big name dealer that I did here, and I don't service them anymore. Honest, uh, like their inventory. A lot of guys' inventory are really low yeah, still. It's right different. Now. Yeah. Uh, but there was a guy. He actually just the one who stopped in here uh oh yeah yeah it wasn't really he said i've come back um someone had posted from that dealership that there was a dent on a car or whatever and they need a dent guy and i called him right away and i, was, I don't know it was like 7 30 at night oh they're just being dramatic i'll get to them blah 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 i was on that facebook post i will be right there send me the address blah 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 and i went i ended up picking up the dealership from him yeah he didn't really care like at, on the back end he didn't really care too much but it's like i still gave like i gave you the first phone call mm. and it's like if you're not going to go service them i kind of want i'm trying that. to build my business yeah, yeah. I really, yeah and that, that yeah i was really trying to build windy city too so it's like yeah it's gonna be awesome it's all highline stuff and uh that's gonna see a lot of like big name cars uh yeah. from windy city from that dealership specifically but like yeah. yeah there are guys here that that there was one this weekend there was a car show i have a, a big high name detail shop three doors down from me um Dennis does dents and like he was there at the car show pushing on his personal car and I just you know made a joke oh, it's still low you know and it's like oh hey what's up Dave blah 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 I said look man I said I'm three doors down from you clearly service this account I am three doors down if you can ever can't make it and I'll give these guys this respect yeah, yeah. If you ever can't make it just let me know I'm like I'm, I won't take it from you but have them shut a little over here now just now especially have them shut a little over here i'll take care of it for you You know what i mean it's like i don't want you to look bad or if they're in a bind i don't want them to just be flat on their ass like Mm -hmm. still get something taken care of you know i'll give those guys that respect um i can't say too many have kind of like gone around me before to where it's like they've lost that but yeah at the same time like i said earlier business is business man it's like if that car comes across my plate and they're like hey i'm in a bind and um i don't know if like Hey, did you call Dennis first? We'll come out of my mouth. Hey, okay, yeah. cool. Bring it on in. You know what right. I mean? I think that's the weird balance that a lot of us have because I got respect for people and all that stuff, but and vice versa between my competitors and me, I have respect for them. But if their yeah. place calls me and I know and I know they service it, and they call me and say, Can you come fix this? I'm not gonna be like, No, I can't. I can't. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know how many guys out there would do that for me. So it's like, yeah, I can do that for them. I could be yeah. respectful and all day long, like in my business. And, and I don't it doesn't matter on the other end. You just have to do you. But yeah, right. So it's like, but would they step on mine? And I think that, doesn't matter. I don't know. I think majority would, because it, it's kind of the same thing. It's yeah. kind of like, well, it came across my plate, man. You yeah. know, it's like, if yeah. they give me the call, then they don't give me the call. But if my know, dealer is upset enough with me or my body it. shop or my detail shop's upset enough with me that they don't call me and call somebody else, I deserve for that shit. I did something right. wrong, yeah. right? I'm not mad at them for taking the business call and making $500. Like I'm mad at myself. What did I do that was incorrect? How can I fix that going forward, right? That's the mentality to have. You're not steamrolling everybody. There is a healthy level of respect, but it is a competition. Like when you see athletes play each other, like, like NFL athletes, um, NBA, whatever, MLB, they're messing with each other on the, on the, on the base pads and they're all shaking hands, but in the game, they're trying to win period outside of the game. Like what's up, bro in the game. Like we're both trying to win and that's business too. Like respect, but business is, this is the game that we've chosen to play. It's can be hard. 
Yeah. So I have, I have this thing that I have right now with myself. I'm doing like 90 days of marketing or 90 days of content yeah, where yeah. it's like, it's a solid three months of like consistent posting either yeah. once for sure, once a day or multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously to get that brand and all that stuff out there. But then when I'm seeing that some of these guys are now all of a sudden coming out of the work and being posting. active for sure, you yeah. know, and it's like, well, why don't you just let me do me? You haven't been doing nothing. So why all of a sudden you want to go ahead and like post something, but it's there, like, there's something to say about not doing that and, you know, like play your own lane, but it is very natural. Like when one person starts Google AdWords, the other person starts Google AdWords. So, you know, um, I see that. so it's okay. like, that's okay. Yeah. It, no, a hundred percent. It's okay. But it's like, now, you know, that you've been slacking. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. It shows, it shows that. that. I know you know that because you <laughs> haven't been posting and I can go and it's been two months since the last one. Yeah. And you're and like, you're oh, shit. out there every day now putting something out there, whatever it may be. Yeah. And, not, you know, and so it's like, yeah, I mean, clearly that's a competitive thing on your end. Right. So it's yeah. like, well, I can't let him keep posting stuff. And so it's like, yeah. you know, and that's just one avenue of business, which to me is like marketing, right. That just kind of falls into marketing. Yeah. Uh, specifically social media, but it's like, that's, I think where a lot of eyeballs are anyway. So yeah. yeah. But um, anyways, you know, I, I didn't want to tangent you on that. We're kind of back right. in the marketing and social media, things like that. So you, you came out, started with down such Chicago. Um, you got more knowledge, more backing, more analytics, more like purposeful marketing, I would say, instead of throwing stuff against the wall to see if it sticks, et cetera. Um, you guys are trying to grow the brand. Last I talked to you and Chris and stuff, trying to grow the brand. Like, what if I want to start down as touch? Like, can I? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. I don't know if that's, I'm not going to, but I know someone else here asked the question. Let's go. <laughs> like, like you were like, Hey, uh, Hey, Chris, like I want to start down this touch in Chicago. Yeah. And he's like, that's not a bad idea. What if someone in Georgia or I don't know, somewhere yeah. in that direction over there wanted to start how is that working? Is that something you guys are trying to do? I don't even know if I know the answer. To that. I mean, yeah. Like what is that person's goals? Right. So yeah. it's like, okay, do you have experience? Maybe they do or don't, you know, it's like, those are two big questions. If you have experience, sure. yeah. have your own business, but it's like to, you know, that that maybe isn't working mm -hmm. and like, you know, that having a, a backing behind you, like, it's like you said, yeah. um, is it probably going to be more beneficial? Okay, cool. Like now we, there's definitely different avenues to that entire question. It's like, sure. okay, cool. So if you start with someone like completely green, right. And they know nothing about PDR. Well, now we have to train you right now. We have to get you set up uh, whether you want to do mobile or brick and mortar. Right. It's like, what do you want for that? Do you want to run your own shop? Well, I don't know if you've yeah. really done it. Right. Okay, cool. Well, how about being mobile in a truck and servicing your entire area? Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. So then you, okay, well now you, we'll go that truck route. So we'll go the mobile route with you. And it's like, you can do both, but just, mm -hmm. we need to, we need to have like that's a big like a big question. Yeah, right? identify the direction you are going to ask. Yeah, yeah, there's a question that we're going to ask about your direction and how you want to go about it, um, because we're here to to help you with that. Like we can help you facilitate that with my experience and everything that I've done from both of those now. Uh, and then Chris also being mobile before having one small shop, having another, hiring another guy run that one, hiring another guy here, opening a bigger shop. Like, yeah, I mean, not many guys. I think in the industry have that experience, you know what I mean? Where you can kind of come from both angles with two different people and they can kind of blurt out and talk to you, like you said, for hours about what do you want to do? How do you, how do you want to go about that? Um, but yeah, if someone wants, and that's what I want to do here. If there's someone local around here who wants to start something up, if they don't have a business already, cool. Let's, how about you take this skill and we'll put that with such behind it. 
oh, you have a business already? Cool. Well, how do we get that to change to dentless touch? What do we That's need cool. to do? Cool. Like, cool. uh, you can keep your accounts, but now you're just dentless touch. You know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. like, there's, there's a lot of different avenues that can happen. Why, um, why would somebody do that though? Like, honestly, is it just, is it the analytics? Is it the backing of that? Is it what, just like you said, if someone has a business in your area and wants to be dentless touch, why would somebody want to do that? I want to say, well, I mean, it would, they're coming to me for a reason. Yeah. Like, I don't what know do what they get? Like, what are we getting? Like, do you get, like, we talked about like spending yeah. money and getting on the back yeah. end, analyzing all that. Mm -hmm. I, there's probably 10 people in the country that are doing that. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's very few people. Chris, Chris and right. you are one of them. One of those, maybe not 10, but there's not a yeah. lot. Um, is that the biggest thing? Like, wh why should I want to do that? Right. I mean, you're, I mean, you're going to be a part of something that is a lot bigger than a, that one man show that you most yeah. likely have right now. Right. Yeah. Typically. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be able to have uh, daily meetings, team meetings, weekly meetings with people who are invested in you specifically um, and wanting you to grow. Uh, you're going to have a team behind you that wants you to succeed, right? Uh, when you have these questions out in the field or these questions as a business owner, who do you really go to? What other business owners do you know? Like, do you know any others? Like, and if you're in the PDR world, you, you know, and you're coming to us, like, that's the thing. I want to know why you're coming to us in the first place. Yeah. Is it because you want more money? Okay, cool. Well, well, then we just go lock down more accounts for you, right? Like, and you just use the dentless touch name. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to have a, a store of your own and run, you know, be a staple in your town or neighborhood or, or your area? Okay, cool. We can navigate that. Mm -hmm. Do you want to um, not just be alone out in the field trying to figure all of this stuff out and be with a team who's gone through these trials and tribulations and has some recipe to like success. Okay, cool. Then we can go that right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, like, yeah, that's, cool. A, that's cool. That's cool. It's a lot of, is it a good fit for us to type yeah, of thing? Yeah. Interviewing um, each other. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, a, you know, we're not just going to hire any, anyone or trust anyone to take the name and just run with it. No, that's um, why, that's why, that's why I can't start out this touch. Cause you guys won't let me. I'm just no that's that's really cool though I didn't I mean I kind of knew a little bit talking to Chris for several hours that was kind of the idea and and honestly I think I think that there that's where the industry is going to go a little bit I think I know I see Matt Moore the easy dent doing kind of something like this maybe not exactly the same but like growing his brand um, we, we've done that in the past. There's other businesses, Dent Smart, other businesses around. Um, I think this is like the next level as we get more techs, as it becomes more and more difficult to move to a city and start a business successfully, especially when you can't fix dents. Yeah. <laughs> new tech, new business in Sacramento would have a very difficult time. In Chicago, very difficult time. In DC, very difficult time. And it's more and more. Five years from now, going to be even harder. And I yeah. think that at some point, there's going to be a little bit of a consolidation, you know? And this is the start of that. Like you said, um, Matt, with Easy Dent, adding the services, right? Like that's yeah. what a lot of guys are sure. right now. Yep. For. The auto so spa. The big talk right now in the PDR world of like, how can we really upsell? Where before we said we had none. Yep. And now guys are kind of actually becoming a little more, um, in, like inclined to go get training for PPF, for tent, for restore packs, whatever. Yeah. Um, I have I so Chris in our Springfield location we can't, and here in this location we can't add those services. We have detail shops next door to us. Yeah. Right? So it's in the only, same complex. Yeah. Yeah, we can only work with them, right? 
but our avenue is we do training, right? Like we have enough passion around this. I built a curriculum and I have, I've had to sit down and write, you know, a 500, 700 page manual. How do I fix a dent, you know, over and over uh, and really like get this down to where we can make it digestible and someone can actually learn and build off of these trainings, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. One week training, two week training, or two day training, one week and two week, right? Um, that's our added service. Yeah, that's awesome. And we, and we enjoy that. Yeah. And I think I don't, I don't think I would enjoy PPF. Or and, it, and it fits and it kind of fits, honestly, in the whole model of what you guys are trying to do, like training people and like you find the standout student that's good and a go getter. And you're like, hey, here's an option. Maybe you can yeah, use the dentless that. touch name. I don't know if that's what you guys are doing, but that like makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, sense. I have uh, two trainings set up for next month, back to back weekends. Nice. And one guy is local to here. His dad has a, he said his dad has a car dealership out in the area, blah, blah, blah. And he wants to come and he's like, I've been doing online stuff. I have some DVDs. I yeah. said, yeah, you need some, you need some in-person Someone over your shoulder. Techniques and processes. Like yeah. you're just poking away at the wind. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you need someone to be like, no, move your body this way. Oh, everything's different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So For sure. like, how your light is like this. Oh yeah. Okay. So Those it's little like little tweaks, that, man. Yeah, it's that, and I enjoy that process though. Like, I yeah. don't think there's, there's people out there that don't like to teach. I don't, there's people that don't like, yeah, there's people out there that don't like, um, I don't like teaching break, dent repair, but yeah, to break down this process. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I do, you know, it's yeah. like, I like someone coming from nothing and be like, all right, cool. Just see how you did that. Let's do it again. Yeah. 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 Let's do it again. Yes. It's the rest of your that. career. Just do that yeah. again. Let's do it again. <laughs> do yeah. again. For sure. That's awesome, dude. Well, that awesome story. Like I'm glad you ended up going out on your own, the whole journey you took with Chris, meeting Chris, starting something together, growing a brand. I think that's what our industry needs is people pushing forward, being creative, finding ways, training people, building businesses, all that type of stuff. And I, and I love to see it. Um, happy to have you on today. If there's, any, if there's anything else you want to share before we wrap up um, about, you know, you, anything we didn't cover or something with Dentless Touch, feel free. No, I think we went through my uh, past, present, and future, right? Yeah, so. That's it, man. That's it. I'm excited <laughs> to see. I'm excited to see it. Uh, see it grow over over time. Yes, it's. I mean, like I said, Dallas Touch Chicago. We just opened up. Yeah. Um, you know, 3,500 square feet here, and now the plan is to you know blow this thing out of the water. Um, have a, a, a reputable retail PDR facility here in the Chicagoland area. Um, you know, and that's my goal right now. You know, I do it. Man that with a with a great brand with a great company um you know all is one honestly all of us so i love uh, it ryan chris uh brett you know all yeah all of us together just trying to, to make this brand as best as we can you know, yeah typically i end every podcast asking what do you think the future of pdr is i feel like we touched on it honestly i feel like that what you guys are doing is the way you see the future if you want to add anything to where you see the industry itself going down um, the road you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, as far as like uh, from a, uh, from a technical ability, uh, like a skill ability, I think it is definitely getting harder for us as technicians to work on some of these vehicles. They are becoming, you know, with these composite metals and stuff like that, aluminums are becoming more prevalent on these cars. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, say for brick and mortar stores, stuff like that, the added services, that's going to be a huge thing, you know, kind of becoming a detail center with PDR. A lot of detail centers don't offer it. Um, and so it's going to be PDR shops that now offer that, and we can kind of win on that forefront because we have the skill. Right. And it's like that skill takes so much longer, I feel, to build than maybe tinning and, and clear run, all that other stuff, yes, wrapping 100 you know, wraps and stuff. Yes. So, you know, we kind of win on that forefront where having that service 
um, as kind of more of a foundation and then adding the stuff on top we went uh, in that regard rather than a detail shop which you can kind of see almost on every corner nowadays too yeah um, so yeah I think it's going to go that route for brick and mortar um, and then yeah I mean uh, you know there's, I think there's always going to be a need for, for paintless debt repair. There's always going to be vehicles on the road. I don't think we're going to be the Jetsons and we're going to be flying around and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, nothing's going to get dented or dinged. So uh, I think we'll always have something. It's going to be finding those right people who really want to take on this skill and go ahead and build a career out of it. 100%, man. I appreciate you coming on. And if you ever need anything, reach out. <laughs> I got you. Thank you, Corey. For sure, brother. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach or find me on my website at coachcoreyk.com, C-O-R-Y-K.com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.